right, all right. We're back at it again. Let's mic up the halo. How's it going, everybody? We just won a series for the first time in I don't know when. Huh? Jacob, say the hello to the world. Hello, world. We won a what? We, we what? It's called winning. We what? I'm not familiar with it, but somehow we did it. Happy to be here with you guys. Hope you're all having a fantastic week. The final homestand is upon us. By the time you're listening to this episode, uh, we'll be getting ready to take on the Oakland Athletics, who also haven't been playing that great of baseball. But nonetheless, we're here. We're back. How you doing, Jacob? I'm good. You said we won. We did win against a good team at that. Uh, you mentioned the Athletics. That's going to be good. Uh, they have something to play for. We don't. Where'd the season go? I mean, it it flew by. It did. We did a lot of talking, a lot of complaining, a lot of stuff in general, and it, it just went by really fast. I mean, I don't know. feels like the All-Star game was just here. You know, I guess the beginning of the season feels like it's been a minute, but when we were doing well. But since the All-Star game, I feel like it's gone by really quick. For as bad as we've been doing, I mean, it could be a lot worse. It hasn't felt like it's dragged on to me. And maybe that's because there's a lot of fun stuff going around the league this year that isn't usually happening. I feel like this has been an exciting year. I feel like it's been one of the best. I mean, lots of history. I also feel like no one really cares about baseball anymore right now because football's in full full effect. Yeah, for a few weeks here, yeah. But yeah, football, I don't know. It's, It's annoying. It gets annoying. I can't watch a whole game. I can watch highlights and I can watch uh, the end of a close game or something. But my Packers got destroyed, bro. They got obliterated by by the New Orleans Saints. Oh boy! I almost called them the New Orleans Patriots. That's how little I know about football. But yeah, that'd be it, a good team. Baseball pod here, um, Angels. You know, Shohei has been uh, sh- not shut down yet, but there's some signs that he will be shut down given some arm soreness after playing some catch yesterday. So that's not fun. He's been like the highlight of the season this year since Trout went down. Trout completely gone. Joe Madden just won't. Joe Madden refuses to just acknowledge that Mike Trout's done. I think that's super annoying. At this point, he needs to just say he's done, and if he comes back, act surprised. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Stop playing. I mean, we- we've been over this so many times. Stop playing it off. Stop lying to us. You know, be honest with yourself. If if you're telling us what you truly think, then you're just not picking up on the signs like the rest of us are, he's, which he's, is pretty bad. I mean, it can't be the case. He's had to have known it since Mike Trout obviously didn't come back at the scheduled time that he was supposed to. And I don't know, man. I just I was just so sick and tired of the lies being like, oh, yeah, he's showing great progress. We're looking forward to getting him into that rehab start really soon. He's just not 100% there yet, but he will be. And then we're literally, we, we have two weeks left, 16 games left in the season, and Joe Madden refuses to say, we're going to shut down Mike for the end of the season. Yeah. He'll beat around the bush and be like, there's potential that that could potentially happen, but... Uh, Shove the potential up your ass, dude. Mike needs to say it himself, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's nothing left to play for. No, it, that, uh, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing left to play for. And why wouldn't they just be honest? Wouldn't you be happy if they came out and said halfway through the year, look, Trout's in a, a vulnerable spot right now. We're going to see when he comes back, you know, when he's going to start running the bases, maybe get a rehab start. But if we're not in a position to make any moves as far as a playoff race, 
we're going to shut him down for next season. I, I would rather them be honest about that. I think he is really hurt, and he's not 100% again or yet. But for that reason alone, that's enough right there. Plus, we aren't in any sort of playoff hunt at all. We weren't back then when he was supposed to come back. I mean, we were closer, but nobody thought if he came back, that's it, we're in. Unless he gets on the mound. And then I guess same deal for Shohei right now. Like, if he's not 100%, we're not in any playoff push right now. Like, if his arm's hurting, the guy's had Tommy John. Oh, yeah. Like, let him sit down. He hasn't been doing well at the plate. Again, we have nothing left to play for. Put him in a cage, man. Like, don't let anybody touch him. Yeah, let let him recover and... Take a good long off season, you know. Obviously, there's no October baseball for us, other than the bullshit regular season games that carry over into October for some reason. I don't get that. Like, I don't know why it's like that this year. If it was a couple makeup games that happened because of COVID or because of rain or something, like I would wouldn't care. But you're scheduling regular season games up until like the fourth of October. That's just silly. I feel like that just means the World Series gets played into November. It is. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the last one to end in October might have been the. When the Astros beat the Dodgers, I think it was on Halloween. Mm. So I think that might have been the last one in October. Other than that, it's gone to November. So that was 17. But yeah, so I, I, I agree. Shut him down at this point. I mean, what's he going to make? What? Mm, three, four more starts? Five? If there's 16 games yeah. left, he probably has two, start, or yeah. two starts left in the bag. Right. If so, any. If he was starting tomorrow, which he was allegedly penciled in, I don't know why they used that verbiage, like, that's not the normal course of action for him to be starting tomorrow, then it would be two. I think at this point now, it's probably going to be one. Yeah. And the one start that it would be is probably going to be at home. They're not going to have him pitch on the road. And saying penciled in and scheduled to start and all that, it's just so people buy tickets or tune in or and then, you know, the day of it gets... I can name at, at least five times this season where they're like, Shohei yeah. is supposed to pitch on this day. And then the day before, they're like, oops, yep, not anymore. That's happened be over five under ten, somewhere in there, too many times. Um, it's annoying, but you don't want him to throw if he's hurt. You know, I, I get where they're coming from, but just be honest. You know the day before if he's sore. It's not like he wakes up in the morning, he's like, you know, actually, I'm sore. Like, you know, I don't think that's how it works. Oh, you slept on it wrong? It's like, that. it's not how it works for professional athletes, you know? So, yeah, I- shut him down. The only thing is, and I was going to wait till later, but there's not much else going on to talk about, so we're going to get into it. If he shuts down now, let's say he doesn't play the rest of the season, what, what's the deal? I mean, is he, is he MVP still? I mean, I think so, but what do you think? I, I'm a biased Angels fan. I'm going to say yes. Uh, and I don't want to discredit Vlad Jr. in any way, shape, or form. Again, we are an Angel pod, but we are also big fans of Vladdy Jr., who's had an amazing season, about to get the triple crown, about to be or currently in a playoff race with his team, along with another person that's up for an MVP candidate, Marcus Semien. And then you got Robbie Ray out there. The, the Blue Jays are on one right now, and if they do well, then, you know, we'll see. They, they've taken that wild card spot from the Yankees, which I'm really happy about. Crazy Sunday night baseball game last week between them and the Mets. Um, but, yeah, it, I, I think right now 
if I if I'm looking at it from a non-biased perspective, I I think they're even. And if Vladdy gets the triple crown, if the Blue Jays get to the playoffs, it kind of goes more into more towards his his side of the court, unfortunately. But on a personal level, I'm going Shohei all the way. Shohei is my favorite. And he's had an amazing... No one has done what he's done. And someone asked a stupid question like, oh, like if, if Shohei comes out and hits 40-plus home runs a year and pitches 20 starts or 20-plus starts and has a three a low 3 ERA, like are we just going to give him the MVP every time? The answer is yes. Because who else is doing that? Until somebody else does it, exactly. then yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And until Shohei retires and that doesn't exist anymore, then yeah, that's what's going to happen. Shohei could very well have plus five MVPs by the end of his career. And I don't get why people would be mad at that. Cause I, and I guarantee you, if Shohei was on any other team that's not the Angels, it'd be like zero debate that he's the MVP. There'd be no debate. If he was on the Yankees, if he was on the Red Sox, mm-hmm. if he was on the Dodgers, if any other team, he, like, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if he was like on the Diamondbacks or the Orioles that they'd even be like, yeah, he's the MVP. It's because he's on the Angels that they're like, ah, I don't know. Why, should we give it to him? I don't know. I don't think so. Could be his downfall. I mean, yeah, we say it every time. Any other season, it's Vladdy without a question. Nobody's close. The consistency's on Vladdy's side. Triple crown, like you said, and everybody's saying, well, triple crown, that's batting average. You got to take it out. It's like, well, even if it was OPS, he still wins, I believe. Maybe he's second, but... I think he's above Otani right now for OPS, considering Otani's been struggling a bit at yeah, the plate. I think Otani still has more war. Um, he's got to because of the pitching. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I, honestly, the MVP talk makes me depressed because, I mean... It's all we have to talk about. Like, we're the angels, so... Only thing we can win right now. Nothing going for us that's good right now, except for Shohei and him having an amazing season that no one has ever done before. I um, think it's 75-25 right now, Otani. And it was like 90 to 10 before. And now it's like, you know what I mean? Like it's pulling closer and I don't think there's enough time. If this is a month ago and it, what's going on right now is happening, he's passing him in homers. Other guys like, you know, Perez now is caught up. I'd say, well, maybe there is a chance, but I think it's too late. I think it's too late. People aren't giving Salvador Perez enough credit, man. Yeah. That guy has hit 45 home runs tied with Vlad. They both passed Otani now. And this has been like a second half. Like he's gone bonkers, dude. Yeah, that's it's the second most impressive position you can play and hit bombs at that makes people shocked. I mean, pitchers number one, and then catcher. Like any other position hits bombs, it's like all right, you're doing what you're supposed to do. You get a shortstop that can do it, a center fielder, then yeah, that's special. But yeah, it's but it's not like there's still position players. A catcher, you know, other than Gary Sanchez, every catcher in the league is paid to catch, it seems. You know, most of them. Uh, in this case, you get both. I mean, his defense has gone down, but not That's going to happen with, with, with the guy his age. But then also, you look at the offensive side of things, like yep. him hitting 45 home runs is not supposed to be happening right now. All he did was just start uppercutting the ball. That's what he said. So that's pretty awesome. Launch angle, man. That's all it is. A little and, George Costanza Costanza isms. It's like bullets too. Like the launch angle is there, sure, but it would be a liner off the wall 
if he didn't uppercut it because it's still a bullet over the fence. It's not like it's a moonshot. Most of his are pretty straight. And pretty straight, yeah. Heavy velocity. He's like, I think, third average hardest hit. I want to say it's Stanton, Shohei's up there, Salvi. Uh, I know Judge is up there too as far as hardest hit, you know, average. Stanton's ground balls are fucking 120, though. I want to ask you, being uh, the Yankee fan that you are, Uh are Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton overrated? Um, Probably from a Yankee, a true, real Yankee fan talking about them, yeah, they would overhype them. But from what for what they're supposed to do, no, I think they're doing what they're supposed to do. You think that the amount of money that they're making right now is appropriate for? Oh, I don't. Their no, playing time and their past playing time, the injury stuff and all that kind of thing. I think Stanton's defense is better than people say. I, I think they just don't put him out there because he's fragile. It's not because he can't play defense. And just it makes sense to DH him or judge back and forth. I think for the Yankees, they're perfect. And for Yankee money, no, they're not overpaid for Yankee money because they don't care. They're making more money than they should on any other team. They, other teams couldn't afford to have them because they don't have the lineup that the Yankees... You know what I mean? You put them as the cleanup guy on a normal team, their averages aren't going to cut it, although Judge is doing well. He's actually having a sneaky, like pretty good year just overall. He's going to cross the 30 homer mark soon. So like it's not... I feel like both him and Stan have been doing well this season. Yeah, it's kind of They've under the healthy. radar. I mean, they haven't been the issue for once. Right, it hasn't been them. It's been, from what I know, shortstop, defensive catching, and pitching. Besides Cole, that's kind of, and that guy you like Montgomery. He's pretty good. Yeah, twelve Ks yesterday or today, mm. one of the two. I'm not sure. By the mm. time you're listening to this, I believe it'd be yesterday, but. Yeah. yeah. Also, congratulations. 29 straight seasons of uh, above 500 baseball. Yeah. That's uh, impressive. That's the same. I mean, Angels get the same award. 29 straight seasons of 500 baseball. So that's <laughs> phenomenal. Really, we can share that. That is facts right there. Yeah. Feels like it. We're going to pivot, as they say. A lot of people say pivot now, and it's kind of annoying me. I've never heard anybody say it up until this year. I like transition and better. I think transition's way better. Um but we're going to transition to the beer of the week, which this week we got the Mammoth Brewing Company beer from Mammoth Lakes, California. This one's called an Epic IPA. It's a 6.5, and uh, it looks pretty sick. It's got, like, stadium rock going on here. I like good graphics. Yeah, good graphics definitely make you want to buy the beer. Nice-looking can on this one, man. The slogan <laughs> is, uh, pack it in, pack it out. Welcome to altitude. Pretty solid. Wow. Uh, looks like it's a get lifted. It's a Pilsner Carapolis or Carapils. Carapils. That's what it says on the back. I like Carapolis better. Carapolis sounds better. Yeah, I agree. All right. All right. Crack these open right now in three, two, one. I spilled a little. That spiked a little. A little sip. Let's see. Ooh, it's got like a. I taste the nature in this one. I'm bad at describing this. I say it every time. I'm bad at describing taste. It has that, yeah, like that earthy. It kind of has like a weed aftertaste yeah, almost. Yeah. I, I kind of taste a little bit of. I was going to say it's that pungent, like. That's good though. It's got some devil's lettuce action at the end. 
little of the devil's lettuce. It is made in California. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Is that fair? Like, I like it. It's good. I wouldn't drink it every day, but if I were to go to Mammoth and this was the only beer that they had. Oh, it's fine. I would drink it. It doesn't scream IPA to me with that, like, it's like a dark roasted earthy. I, I think earthy is like the best way to put it. The yeah. best word for it, which is cool because you know mammoth, being mammoth, mountains, yeah. nature. Half like the it. listeners are like, oh, it tastes like shit." We know it does. I give this a eight out of ten. I I think that sounds high considering everything that we just said about it, but it, is I, high, it tastes man. pretty good. It's, it's mammoth. What does it say? Get your altitude. Yeah, get your altitude <laughs> up. Um, I'm not gonna go eight. I'll probably have to go. Man, we can't go high. That's like I also I also think it might have tasted better if we if we had it straight out of the freezer a little when colder, I first brought yeah. it into the room. We did do instead a of waiting minutes twenty minutes. Here. We did do a few minutes on here first. Yeah, but I think I'm even then go, it still tastes pretty good. I'll give I'll go seven. I'll okay. be nice. I was gonna do six. Sounds really bad. It's not a six, but I'm just trying to go too high. I just think of the barstool pizza scale, and you know you can't you can't go too high. Can't be throwing eights out every every week. I'm know? also trying to get in the good graces with Mammoth. Maybe they'll sponsor the pod. Looking oh. out. It's a fucking 10 out of 10, bro. Absolutely. I mean, this beer is amazing. Absolutely, Gooby. <laughs> no, I mean, hey, we're, we want to be sponsored by good products, and it's a good product. I'm, they make other ones, too. You said you had the Imperial, so... The Imperial... T- actually, that Imperial one has, has kind of a weird taste. I, I personally like this one more. No, you fucked us. All right, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Kick us to the curb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, we'll, we'll try next week with uh, the Beer of the Week. So, yeah, that's been yeah. Beer of the Week. Hope you enjoyed that segment. Give it a try, Mammoth. Ne- or when we when we get into next season, probably won't do it in the off season. I think the off season will still kind of have the same like setup. We've gone through so many different setups, guys. We started off like with just straight game recaps at the beginning of the show, like diving deep into the series. And given how the second half has gone, we're, we just kind of said fuck it. Don't really was, care anymore. It was more of a baseball approach, like going through the games and analyze. And and we want to know from you guys, like, tell us, do you like that more? Do you like more of the drama, the league, going through, like, giving our opinions on who said this and that and like that kind of stuff? I mean, we'll probably continue doing both. When the games matter, it is more fun and more, you know, makes more sense to break them down and go through it. It's like, all right, how can we improve for the next series? What are we looking for? Right now, we're just looking at a bunch of like scrambled pieces of a puzzle that aren't put together of a team like it's not a real team the way i'm looking right you know you know what i'm saying it's not a real no, team totally. right now it, which is funny because like when we first started we were like super structured we were like we're gonna do this 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 and then we'll end the show now it's literally almost i want to say almost every episode since the second half when jacob and i get together to do this the first thing i say to him i don't even know what to talk about yeah, because we don't there, really prep anymore. There's so much good, there's so much bad that like we don't even know what to bring up anymore. Yeah. And it gets a little confusing sometimes. But I will say that since the second half, since we started having like this structure or lack thereof, uh, the listeners or the amount of listeners have gone up. Okay. Is so, it coincidental? Is it maybe they want to hear the more analytical side? Maybe it's more around the league listeners from you know other teams because we be. have been talking about other teams more. Uh, wink wink nudge nudge but i don't know i i think this way is good right now because i i who wants to hear us break down even a series that we win right now nobody wants to hear us go through every run being scored and 
anything crazy happens, we'll let you know. We'll keep you up to date on our opinions on it. But until then, it's just squawking about Joe Madden. It's squawking about Artie. And I think we need to get rid of Matt Weiss. I don't think that's talked about enough. I think we kind of just accepted Matt Weiss after the whole Callaway thing. We mm-hmm. totally forgot about Callaway. Callaway has been left in the dust, which we don't need to bring him up anymore. But Matt Weiss has got to go. He wasn't supposed to be the pitching coach this year. He got shoved into this role. We don't need him. I Take think I said it. They said it best on MLB Network when they said at the beginning of the season, if any team needs a pitching coach and a good one and a solid one, it's the Angels, and it's true. Like we're gonna have young guys that really need a good leadership. I, I would say younger. I want to say younger because when you have an older manager, and I know Joe is hip and all that, but when you have an older manager, I think it really pays to have younger coaches or at least middle-aged coaches that will serve as a bridge kind of to the players you know like they can kind of filter between the young and the old at least a little bit because you know 45 and 25 are a lot closer than six what is joe 68 67 yeah so and i know he doesn't act that way and he doesn't seem that way to me but it, it, i'm sure it comes out in some ways he's living in 1985 baby <laughs> yeah it's 1985 and every day for joe madden the fucking team wasn't born in 1985 that's the thing so it's like there has to be some kind of common ground and most of the pitchers are young i mean most of our pitchers are still young and developing so you're right i i agree with that we haven't talked about that enough and i think it's overlooked because it's like the last thing on our minds it, it, it yeah. shouldn't be but it is it's the last thing on the angels minds every year when it comes to just pitching in general i mean they go out and have these ridiculous one-year contracts for god-awful pitchers and just keep their fingers crossed like hey maybe it'll work if it doesn't we only spent five million dollars on this guy they get them they're willing to sign they walk out the door and then the management looks at each other like yes we had another guy that's willing to go out on our mound and throw a ball because that's all they care about is that somebody will come here and pitch because nobody wants to where did uh strickland go because I know he started with the Rays. Detroit, Then I we think. got him. Did he go to... No, I think he no, went to Minnesota. Milwaukee. Somewhere up there I, in the... Yeah. He's doing great again. Then he got Tony Watson, who was meh with us, but now doing he's well. pitching amazing Giants, with right? the Giants. Yeah. Quintana blew the lead last night, or two nights ago, now that when you're listening to this. Um, but he also threw 50-plus pitches coming into relief. I just cannot wait to see Quintana come in a playoff game. I'm just going to laugh. I'm just going to laugh because if you would have told me in, what, May or June, when, when we found out that Quintana was a bust, because the beginning I was like, oh, you know, give him, give him time. Give him a couple starts. I, I have a conspiracy theory. You know why? I'm going to get my tinfoil hat. Yeah, go get your tinfoil hat. I'm telling you. <laughs> shit's about to get real. Alex Jones coming out here, folks. You know the reason why the Giants picked up Jose Quintana right after, um, or when they picked him up off of, off of waivers from the Angels? Do I know why the Giants picked him? Or can you guess why? I can't think of a good reason why. Everybody fasten your seatbelts. Jose Quintana has pitched better than any pitcher on our team against the Dodgers this year. For as bad as Jose Quintana has been, he is the only pitcher on the Angels that has been able to have marginal success against the Dodgers. Jacob, who do you think the Giants will be playing in the first round of the playoffs? 
for the for the National League. I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with Rogers. Okay. I was gonna say I don't want to be that guy, but you want my honest opinion, they don't play a first round of the playoffs. But that's my honest opinion. Now, that being said, you're right. Okay, that's fair. I was gonna say for the rest of the season, you they will, haven't really long played. story short. <laughs> you will be seeing Jose Quintana pitch against the Dodgers in the playoffs. And this is like I'm going out on a limb here. Like you can burn me at the stake. I'm gonna I'm gonna die with this take. Jose Quintana will pitch a masterpiece against the Dodgers, whether it's in relief, whether it's a spot start. I, okay, I was gonna say he will pitch no the best think. he's ever pitched in his life against the Dodgers in the playoffs. Because the rest of the season after they got him, like there was no real games against the Dodgers. I thought because I was thinking they don't really play them. There's no way on. Okay, if they do get to the first round, which great, it's a lot of people think so. It's very possible. Sure, I just you know. There's no way in hell they're starting them. There's no way. They'll start Justin Turner before they start Quintana. But Just, they may bring him in. Justin Turner's on the Dodgers. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I mean... Uh, we'll say Chris Bryant. They'll start, they'll start anybody before Quintana in a game with any rotation, whether it's the Dodgers or Giants. Will they, though? I would think. Will they? Like, I, so, I don't know. So let's say... Let's say... Because... I don't know. What what you think is going to happen is that the Dodgers will come back and win the division, and then the Giants will have to play the Padres in a wild card game. No, you don't think that the I don't Giants think it'll will be win the Padres. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know that it'll be the Padres. Maybe the Padres. Okay. Well, if it's any other team, I still think the Giants are going to beat them. Yeah. Well. Okay. So they'll probably burn Kevin Gossman in that wild card game. You get to the beginning of the NLDS against the Dodgers. At some point, Quintana will have to come in. And they're going to be more likely to put him in given the success that he's had against them this year. Who are the Giants' top three then? Gossman, Webb, and... There's one more, I know. So, like, they're not going to put him in before those three to start, and you only need three. Yeah, I guess you could have Gossman be on short rest and have him come in for game two But or they'll three. bring him in. Maybe he'll come in the first sign of any wavering from that third starter. Like, he'll come in in the fourth. Like, great. And I hope he does well. Like, I wish him the best, and I hope he kills the Dodgers. Like, I do. Like, I, I hope he... And that's... I didn't know those numbers, so I agree with the conspiracy, and you're probably right. They probably saw that. Um why is my next question like the dodgers <laughs> the dodgers have righties that fucking mash so i don't know like for whatever reason they can't hit jose they quintana, can't hit quintana. They just maybe can't. they're too confident and then they just give up but man that's gonna be crazy i've thought about it now since you were talking i got a gosman wainwright wild card game that could go either way that's what i'll that's what i'll say I got the cards, baby. Because if, if we got the card, they're okay, rolling up. Now you're now you're gonna sway my opinion because you got Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright's been Beauty. in that position a good amount of times in his career, and he's been able to execute. Old people like Wainwright execute in the playoffs, or as a young guy like Gossman. Not to say that he's super young or anything, but like someone who's not familiar with that territory it's different it's a completely different ball game oh yeah so like, even I, someone who struggled in the, sorry someone who struggled in the playoffs like kershaw that's more valuable than somebody who's never been there 100 that's still more valuable 100 because you know the mistakes you made and so yeah that's the other thing 
and and the, it's the right time to get hot and the the birds are coming the the red birds in the nl and the blue birds in the al they both have stormed up the the orange ones still are horrible but the <laughs> the blue ones and the red ones they're doing really well and i think they may surprise a lot of people cuz i'm seeing this is my prediction like i said before the red Sox are the giants of the american league so like a regular season older team that's kind of still put together that's you know one more kick at the can i guess the red Sox are even younger um but the the 18 team that won and i just think in a, in a series i guess a wild card game is kind of up in the air but a series you know i don't see them as favorites against m- most of the upper tier team i see them as like second tier you know what i mean like the next level down from the big white Sox and astros unfortunately and uh I guess the Rays, I have to say. I can't say that in confidence. But, yeah. So, wild card game, anything can happen. And that's the that's the gist of it. That'd be a wild World Series. Cardinals versus Blue Jays. I'd love that. MLB would hate it. They'd hate it, but I'd love it. But that'd be awesome, dude. You know what? They wouldn't, they wouldn't hate They'd it. They'd have to like it to some degree. You, you get Canada involved. You get... The Battle of the Birds. You get the Red, best Blue. The fan base in baseball yep. involved. Like. Two really good buildings. Um, if they fucking all right, Canada, Toronto, let's go. Open that shit up for the playoffs. Quit with the fifty percent capacity. Come on, man, get it rocking. Rogers got to be rocking like Bautista, two thousand fifteen status. Like, let's go. Get the towels going. They're they hockey the fans, man. They get have the, the talent. Yeah, get it going. So I think that would be awesome. Um, it's not gonna happen. There's a lot of other World Series I think that would be worse in their hand like if milwaukee goes and this is the year maybe they can mlb would hate it i'd love it but mlb would hate it how do you feel about um the world series the world series itself being played at like a different stadium each year like they do in football awful like the super bowls can't that. stand it it's terrible it's the <laughs> dumbest thing i've ever heard in my fucking life last year i understand and it was a beautiful new field oh, that's what i'm saying you get but, so obviously don't have the World Series in Milwaukee, you know, or don't. Why, go. if I live in Milwaukee and my Brewers make the World Series and I'm willing to drop Sucks, man. a thousand bucks, Sucks, man. No, that's why you have the All Star Game. Okay, that's fair. I, I just, I think it's, I think the Super Bowl is atrocious. The the fact that it does that, and I understand that they they think, and it's true that it's a national sport, and there's fans of every team everywhere, like. I understand that, and I like that about football, how you don't have to be a homer for your team. Like, it's probably the most – you have a random team right. for some reason. I don't really know why, but that's just how it's been. That's fine, but I think it's absolutely ridiculous that the team – that there's no home field advantage, and I, I why there should be. They don't do that in hockey, do they? No, hockey is, is the same as baseball when it comes to the format. 2-2-1-1-1 two, two, one, one, one in a seven-game Got series it. basketball does the two three two because apparently those guys the travel is worse than the building mm. differences got my own opinions on that but we Weird. won't get into that fucking crybabies but um basketball so hard right anyway they need to keep it the way it is don't ever move it to like a super bowl thing and i don't think they will i think they know they're not going to sell a world series in los angeles if it's st louis toronto like they would in st louis or toronto like you know what i mean it's just not gonna happen yeah no i i get you i get you i'm i'm thinking would like you it, like that 
I wouldn't like it as an Angels fan. Like if the Angels are in the World Series, I'd It'd never I be would here. Spend my entire life savings on getting a ticket to go to one game to watch them get their asses kicked. Yeah. But if you're let's say it's Orioles versus Diamondbacks. Twenty forty World Series. <laughs> you know, they're rebuilt. They're the top team in the league. It took them forty years league. to rebuild. You get what if they get sent to, you know, Globe Life Park, Bush Stadium, Kauffman Stadium. So you're thinking of, stadium, like, like as a fan watching at home, like there's sure, value to sure, it. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Sure, I mean that's cool, but I think you'd also get tired of seeing the same ballparks. Maybe I don't like. I I, I just think the the pros don't outweigh the cons to it. Is all like there's cool ideas to it. Maybe you could. I mean, they have the All Star Game, so I guess that satisfies that. You know, I mean, they still do like an, a national thing where you and get that, to see players that is national to, to a degree because it's literally a bunch of different players it's not like a yeah. big group of one team and the problem but the problem is they don't make it accessible to go to the all-star game and see these players because it's hundreds of dollars to go and that is pretty annoying I, I just think there's maybe there's another way to get the game you know market other teams in other areas i don't know i wish it was more like football where you'd have random cardinal fans walking around here like all you see around everywhere is yankee fans red sox fans dodger fans and that's pretty much it that's pretty much the extent of it if there's a if there's a fourth one let me know but i I don't think there's a fourth team that's like there's fans everywhere with all the games that we've gone to this season every game that we've gone to i've been surprised whenever like we're playing a not high marketed team and there's like a good group of that team's fans there like orioles fans out of nowhere here in southern california yeah, that you'll see you at know? the games but you won't like you but they're won't not see... gonna walk down the street with their orioles capped and right like... and you don't see like where half the stadium anywhere you go is filled with that that team you know what i mean you that's true to, that's you true go to any american league ballpark that the new york yankees are going into that day yeah 40% of that ballpark is going to be pinstripes, you know, and it's just how it is. It's like Angel Stadium's that way with the Red Sox. You just can't tell till the Red Sox score their first run, and then, holy shit, everyone's cheering. All That's this 100% red. It's, true. It's, Been yeah, there. It's all, all socks, man. The but, only place that it where the only stadium that we can go to as uh, opposing fans where it takes over the fan base is, or can you guess it? Uh, I mean, it happened when I was in Oakland. Okay, well, that's cool. I mean, it's California, so that's because well, it's because Otani was pitching. I'm talking about out of state. Oh, out of California. Yeah, outside of California. One building that we can take over. Yes, probably Chase Field. Yep. Yeah, because everyone everyone made the move that I, that I may make and move to Arizona. <laughs> if I, I yeah, all, there's a lot of Orange County people that move over there. If I wasn't in Chicago slash St. Louis when that series went down, I would have been down to take a trip out there to watch that full series. Yeah. We that get would to have play been a good the... series to watch. Shohei was on the mound then. Yep. Alex Cobb pitched a hell of a game out there. Alex Cobb pitched a hell of a game today, or yesterday, now that you're listening to this. Yeah. And Patrick you know Sandoval that's... did well there, too. It's a good thing. For some reason, we do well there. And the reason I thought of that building, I mean, A, it's kind of obvious it's right there. But with the Ducks, it's the same thing. We go there. It's The Ducks score in Arizona. It sounds like it's Honda Center. It's half the half the fans there and it's either people who made the trip over because it's a couple hours away or people that move there which i think it's a lot of a lot of both 
Um, Jacob Fuller, future resident of Arizona. Yeah, go Yotes, but when Ducks are there, go Ducks. I mean, I don't get people who move somewhere and become a fan of the teams there. You can do that as a secondary team. Like, if they're the team you get to go watch. So, like, you you know, yeah. you got to be a fan of it. But if your team from your hometown rolls in that you were a fan of for 30 years, like, you can't drop that. Yeah. You're I mean, stuck with it. Unfortunately, Angel fans were stuck with it. If I were to move to Arizona, I, I would have... I wouldn't mind going to a bunch of D-backs games because they probably cost a dollar to get in. Cost ten bucks and you get air conditioning and you probably I mean, you get to see a lot of teams. I mean, it is what it is. It's just baseball. And if you're a fan of baseball, a fan of the sport that you're going to see before your team, which I always say is a good thing, then you're gonna have a good time. Like I would move anywhere and that's the thing is moving somewhere with just a team is important. You know, it's like they have to have a team to go see because it's the sport i mean they can play whatever other team try to go when your team comes through from your hometown but it's it's just important i think people take advantage of that while they live where they're at you know they move out and it's like oh there's no pro sports team in this town well shit i couldn't do it so yeah my cousin lives in boise and uh they have a triple a team out there or it was originally a triple a team but then it got uh or that got taken away because of that pandemic. Mm. So now oh, they're yeah, indie, yeah. they're out there an indie ball team. So a lot of people still go to watch it because there's no baseball team in, in Boise, but right. them. Yeah, they don't and, have any pro anything. I mean, they got they got a football school, don't they? Yeah, I think that's the biggest Boise thing. State. Yeah. But I heard Boise itself is like turning into a little booming. A town. lot of people moving there. Yeah. my cousin doesn't want to leave. He loves it there. Yeah. He went for school and then he moved there, or nice. basically staying there now. I heard it is underrated. Um, kind of the only town in Idaho that I've heard is underrated. But hey, it's not far either. Like it's not. You think it's far, but it's. Look at a map. It's a nice place. I've been there. It's right there. I've been there once for a week when I was, uh, twelve. Summer, winter, summertime. The sun doesn't go down till nine o'clock. Yeah, Craziest thing you'll ever see. That's cool. Yeah. Probably not the craziest thing, but when you're a 12 year old and you've never seen that before, you're like, "What's going on?" Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it happens a lot of places. Yeah, California. But we, but we have good sheltered. weather here, man. Love Fuck the it. dude. This weather right now is amazing. No more 90 degree weather. Like, yeah, it's 60, now. 68 degrees outside. Yeah, give it two weeks. I'm telling you, end of September is always the worst. It's always the hottest part of the year. I mean, maybe it's different this year. What I don't like right now is that it's. Like 60-something in the morning, 59 in the morning. So you want to wear a jacket or, like, pants. And I'm outside, and, like, you know, my throat gets messed up because by noon it's, it's 85 some days or 79, like, in there, and it's just a drastic change. So body's like, what's going on? But, yeah. We're talking about the weather, folks. Like, that's... That, that's how bad the angels are, dude. Oh, my God. It doesn't matter. If you're, if you're hanging in with us, you feel the same way, and you're fine with the rambling because you're trying to numb yourself from the angels and, and what's been going on this year, but... You got nothing better to do if you're listening to this podcast right now. Yeah. Let's just, let's just be honest. What we can do is talk about some other teams and other things going on, um, which the last week has been sort of... A lot of just play, like uh, Vladdy catching Shohei and homers and passing them. Salvi catching him now. Uh, standings we already kind of went through. Anything stand out with you? I mean, uh, we could talk about how uh, Shohei got through at today. Oh yeah, that was that was something. That right guy got ejected because of it. He 
threw at him once, missed, threw a ball in the dirt, and then threw behind him. Threw, threw it behind him, but Shohei kind of like was trying to get out of the way and then got caught in the line of fire, so went off his calf. Um, I, I don't understand umpires convening together to make decisions. I feel like there should, like, if someone gets hit, the home plate umpire should decide right there and then, like, yo, you're done. Yeah, do you think that you don't have the best vantage point? Like, how would the guy in left field be like, yeah, you know, I saw something. Like, you go and get together <laughs> and it's like, hey, do you think that he did it on purpose? And yeah. And, like, you, you get, like, a majority rule. Uh, it just doesn't really make sense. The home plate umpire wasn't even the guy that threw out the guy. It was, like, the second base umpire or some shit. Like, I don't know. Really weird. Don't you, ever show it. Like, people that people that don't like Shohei Otani, because there's players out there that don't like Shohei Otani for some reason. The guy... Who? Who's, has anybody said it, like, outright? or Like, people that treat him like shit, dude. Like, Adam Ottavino. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck that guy. Mark Canna. Fuck that guy. Mark Canna. Um, Fucking lizard. Now this right guy. I, I don't even know. His, he's probably not even that good of a pitcher. I'll look him up. We'll pull up his fucking stats here and roast him. I don't think he'll be that great. Pull up his mother, too, while you're at it. Oh, anyway. my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyone who talks shit on Shohei at this point needs a mob after him. And I think, I don't think it's, like, to the point where it's bad. I think they're probably just jealous, man. They got to be somewhat jealous and not happy about this guy coming in and just taking over. Ooh, you ready for this, man? All right. Mike, Mike oh. Wright Jr., 31-year-old <laughs> out of... Baltimore, or sorry, out of Bennettsville, South Carolina. Okay. His nickname is Bird. Weird. Next, he has a career 5.87 ERA. How many home runs does he have? <laughs> uh, you know what? He actually does have three career plate appearances, and he's batting 333. With a 667 OPS. So he's going to say, wow, I have a better average than Shohei Otani at the plate. Probably better career average, yeah. What a guy. Um, and he, or the reason why I said Baltimore or before is because that's where he was prior to going to the White Sox in uh, 2019. Well, that's lucky. Yeah. Right when they got good, eh? Good timing, buddy. You're still a piece of shit for throwing at Shohei. And you're supposed to come to the Angels. Orioles come to the Angels. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Your career could have came and died with us. Yeah. We would have hated you. <laughs> but not as much as we hate you right now. The graveyard. You're not welcome on the pod, sir. No, he's not. And neither is Ottavino. Nor any Red Sox, really. I yeah. mean. But. Uh, uh. I don't like any Red Sox, really. Like, really? Right now? I liked Red Sox more like when I hated the team, like in the 2000s. What about Schwarber? Oh, I forgot he was there. Ah, he would be cool. Yeah. He's, I don't, I think of him as a I'd cub. I'd say Kike too. He's a cub. Yeah, Kike Hernandez would be okay. I, yeah. That's it. That's it. Everyone else would be boring or. I wouldn't mind Chris Sale actually. He'd be, be cool boring. To pick his brain. He would be boring, but I wouldn't mind the boringness. I'd poke him with a stick and be like, why you hurt? Like that me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, he's their make or break, and right now it seems like break. And it's not his fault. I'm not blaming him. It's just seems like he was there. He got the ring. He was their he, savior. He did exactly what they needed him to do. So, Oh, I mean, Red Sox fans, even if you miss the playoffs this year or get in the wild card game and lose like I, I think might happen, 
or losing the first round or fall short, whatever. This season has been pulled out of your ass. I mean, you were expected to be fourth place, I think. It's the same with the Giants. I mean, you got to think the same thing. And I, I and that Giants may, are supposed to be below 500. That may be how you relate. Is like you, you're going to think like, let's say they do what I think and they'll lose the wild card game or lose the first round. Uh, that's not me saying the Giants are garbage. That's me still being shocked at the Giants and at the same time keeping myself, you know, grounded and thinking, well, that kind of shit doesn't work. The magic doesn't work in the playoffs like that. You know what I mean? Like it's just scary to think that one of those teams that will inevitably have over 100 wins could get eliminated in the wild card game yeah you go out and have a 100 game season and you lose in that one game because of wainwright or because of who would the reds even throw um sunny gray i don't know i guess i mean in, I, I can okay. only name three pitchers on the reds right now i got it or no four four no five they probably Wade Miley. They probably go with Wade Miley. Yeah. Wade Miley has had one hell of a season. He's been super underrated. Or, or Tyler Malley. Dodgers Reds wild card game. You got to go Wade Miley. Trevor I, Trevor Bauer walks out of the Reds dugout in a Reds uni <laughs> up to the mound <laughs> and throws eight shutout innings. Against the Dodgers in the wild card game. <laughs> Something happened where a suspension got lifted. The owner took out a loan. Everybody paid o- off the Dodgers. And you know everybody in Ohio would be like, He's he's innocent. We're happy he's here. Everyone that was just, yeah, they went back and deleted tweets so fast. Being mad that he left. Man, you wanna talk about Forget Otani's story. Forget all the storylines of the year. You want to talk about crazy, insane year capping off? I mean, that would that be, would probably something be like that the would cherry be cherry on top. Yeah, it wouldn't matter who won the World Series that year. That's what like I mean. Like, everyone would lose interest. Like, and that's everything of this year would be washed away. It would be known as that year. And uh, yeah. Uh, going back to the Angels, uh, Luis Renjifo's in some hot water. As of late, yeah, I was gonna. Apparently, he uh, or not, I don't know if it was him specifically, but I believe his family uh, falsified some documents um, to keep some property following a divorce between Renhifo and whoever his now ex-wife is. So uh, that sucks, but he's still playing, crushing dingers. <laughs> so it's the most angels thing ever. Keep it up, man. You call us the Yankees of the West because of our media and um pr people i think some people are calling us the mets now because of our just we're basically the mets constant garbage yeah like the dodgers have it too but look what they do they sweep it under the rug and they cover it up with max scherzer like they just figure it out they take a bad thing and put you know like a like a bad tattoo they put two really nice tattoos over it whereas the angels and mets are just like scarred with all these really shitty tattoos <laughs> like does that make sense like that's how i'm looking at this they like, have like i don't know some no regrets no regrets exactly <laughs> not one no nope. nope not a single one no i'm saying <laughs> yeah exactly so I, I see mets and angels in the same category and there's other teams there too but just shelling money and getting nothing back but shit. It's just that's the two teams you you got to think of. But yeah, and then sprinkling the Yankees PR 
skills. You get the Angels. And Joe Madden. 1985. World Series champion Joe Madden. So. All right, let's wrap it up with uh, the player of the week. Um, I feel like mine might be easy to guess. Mm. If we're going to talk about like recent games played. Mm. If it's not obvious, then I'll just go ahead and say it. But I like, I like making you guess. You're normally right. I, I think I know because I may have the same guy. It's kind of maybe, yeah, the only choice. I don't know. Go ahead. All who, right. who... Player of the week is Alex Cobb oh. coming off the IL and shoving five shutout innings, only two hits allowed, five strikeouts. He has returned. The thing is nasty. The fastball is the, the velo's up, which is awesome to see. I love Alex Cobb. I hope we resign him for next year. That is my player of the week. The velo's up. The blister's down. Shuck that corn, baby. He's back. He's sweaty. He's focused. He needs to be re-signed. I agree. Um, not who I was thinking, but very, very solid pick. I'm going to give it to Rysel Iglesias. Crispy hairline king. Crispy hairline for continuing to... Uh, keep his hair looking good. No, for continuing <laughs> for continuing to prove that we need to resign him as well. I think there's two guys right now on the radar pitching wise that we need to solidify for next year. Because then we don't have to worry about the closing part. Then we need to focus on the setup. And then one of the top three rotation spots, I would say probably the third spot would be filled out. Give Otani, bump him up to the second spot. They started him this year. He was going to be the third spot. Bump him up to two. Cobb at three. I'll let Tyler fill in number one in his fantasies. And then, you know, four and five can can fill in themselves. But, yeah, Rysel and Cobb, two really good picks for this week. Two pitchers. So, yeah, I like it. I like it. Solid picks there. Well, fellas, that'll do it. This is going to be the, uh, I wouldn't say, or this is like the third to last episode of the season before we get into the off season. Which once we get to the off season, we got like I feel like we're gonna have more to talk about in the off season because we're not even gonna be talking about the Angels anymore. We're gonna be uh, doing some rankings of players on the team, pitchers in the bullpen, and the rotation, the coaching staff, uh, who we want to see next year, who we want to get rid of, um, baseball movies, off season drama, the whole shebang. So off season is gonna be fun. And uh, some new stuff to look forward to for 2022, as we're always looking forward to the next year when you're an Angels fan. Uh, but yeah, Jacob, any final thoughts? No, you hit the nail on the head. A couple couple episodes left. They're going to be more entertaining and more filled with, uh, yeah, looking into players and like looking back on the season. Um, let's get Charles back and do it. Let's go. No, I'm kidding. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next week. Uh, fuck the A's. We're playing the A's, so... Fuck you, Is. Yeah. Fuck my camera. Mic that baby up. Big fly. Absolutely. Cooey! <laughs>